What up, Grizz Nation? We're back. Oh, and it's a beautiful Sunday that we're recording this on. This is the Free Basketball Grizzlies edition. I'm your host, Daniel Greer, and we are a part of the Lead Sports Media. They're doing some big things over there, so go check them out at the Lead SM. And while we're plugging, let's go ahead and hit at Free Basketball 3. And you can follow me at Daniel Greer. But man, oh man, what an overtime thriller we had on Friday night. God, I was jacked to the moon. Twitter was absolutely blowing up with Warriors fans just being Warriors fans. And really, they're just bandwagon people. Because they've only really had the successes of Steph. And it's I want to get on my little soapbox, but it's the same thing as Draymond. He's average. So are the Warriors fans. They all benefit from Steph Curry, who is the man. And I just hate seeing people throw dirt on that guy. He is the only reason they had a chance, and he is the only guy who showed up for that Warriors team. But let's go ahead and get into it. It was a 117-112 win, and it was the Ja Morant show. If you listened to our podcast of our breakdown between me and Ryan... You heard my MVP of the game, and that was Job Morant. I am now three for three. I am calling it every single time because I know the players that need to play well to actually win the game. So 117-112, Job Morant, 35 points, six rebounds, six assists, all around an amazing game. It was his coming out party on a big stage. I know the bubble game was great. But he took a loss. Now we're talking about taking a win. Uh, And so John Morant, what a great showing. Uh, Dylan Brooks, the stats will not say it. He had 14 points, two rebounds, three assists. In the end, it was his defense that was just overwhelming. It was swarming on Steph Curry. And so that was a great showing. Jaron Jackson Jr. had 15 minutes. He scored 10 points, but he could not stop fouling. Kyle Anderson doing Kyle Anderson things, 9 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists all around. He's just a pro, and I love Kyle. I know Ryan does not like him in the starting unit, but I think you have to have a vet to be really good, and I think that he is the vet that you need. And JV, tough night, fouled out, 26 minutes. It was bad, in all honesty. It was just not a good showing because the refs absolutely were not allowing him to play. Like any time he got going, the refs just called some ticky-tack foul. Or J.B. was in, just in a bad position, whether it was a you know, sideways foul instead of actually squaring up to the defender and taking the charge, which he normally doesn't do anyway. It just wasn't a good showing. He had 9 points, 12 rebounds in 26 minutes. It's just overall, it was the John Morant show. And the other very, very good unit that we did not think we would see Xavier Tillman, much respect to him, 11.7 rebounds. Grayson Allen, 12 points, 4 rebounds. Desmond Bain, 10 points, 4 rebounds. It was a good showing. The bench absolutely helped drive this win. It was overall a coming out party for them because they were terrible, terrible in San Antonio, but they were also really bad against the, the Warriors game the last time. So, I hope that this is good things to come. And let's talk about the Warriors a little bit. It was Steph Curry, 39 points, 
four rebounds, five assists, 13 of 28. He was only six of 15 beyond the arc. So really, he did not kill us, and there was no way that he was actually going to get off. 39 points was great, and what a great showing from him. He absolutely worked his butt off to get those 39 points. And some people will say that he should have shot more, even though he was a little bit on the run at times and trying to run away from uh, Dylan Brooks or whoever the defender's on. I, I, I agree with that. He should have shot more. But at the end of the day, I think that Steph Curry tried to facilitate the offense and get it to the, to the other people because in the end, there had to be other people step up. That team, they just had nobody step up. And when I say nobody stepped up, I, I don't mean that they didn't play well, but nobody really carried them in the times that really they needed them. And it was a close game. It was a five-point game. But Draymond Green, he did have a triple-double, which I don't think was ever talked about. 11 points, 16 rebounds, 10 assists. Andrew Wiggins, 22 points, 10 rebounds, 2 assists. And then it was Jordan Poole. He's been such a great addition, and he worked his butt off this offseason to pitch in another 19 points. He's going to be a factor for them in the future, just not this year because their season is over. So let's talk a little bit more about this Grizzlies uh, overall. I, I do believe that this team, if they show the effort as I talked about, this Grizzlies team can be very, very good. They will be an absolute beast to put out. And I just, I just think that the matchup with the Jazz isn't ideal, but what matchup is? If you go down the line, I don't know what teams you really want to play. And so in the end, I just think that we're given the Jazz. We know that they're going to have a big. We feel comfortable with that. Not every NBA team actually feels comfortable playing a big, a five. And so JV is an absolute beast down low. If they do not play scared then JV can take it right at Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert is not going to kill you offensively, but he will be up, he will be around the rim to deflect shots on defense as well as kind of just make sure that you can't get to the front of rim that the Grizzlies like doing. But on the offensive end, he's only going to catch lobs. He's never going to post you up. So at that point, you can play a Xavier Tillman in that game because – he will be able to keep Rudy Gobert in front. And as long as you're able to push him out of the, the lane and off the block uh, around the front of the rim, then he won't be able to hurt you that much. And if he goes off for 15 points, that's just 15 points. You have to worry about the three-point shooting with the Jazz. And that's, in the end, that's going to be the way these games go. If the Jazz can shoot 40-plus percent from three, the Grizzlies will absolutely get beat in every single game. Some games more than others, but in the end, a loss is a loss in the series. And so, this first game, it will be on a one-day's rest. The Grizzlies are used to it, but coming off of that last win, it was huge. Usually what happens in this first game is the team that's coming off a big win, they usually come out pretty slow in the first quarter. And so, if the first quarter gets away from the Grizzlies, this could be a really bad game. But I believe that this Grizzlies team is very young. And I think that they have a chance to have this chip on their shoulder and show out in this playoff series. I know people are talking down on it because it is the Jazz and they're boring. The Grizzlies aren't boring, but they're not known. They're not a big market team. 
and they really just kind of backed their way into the playoffs, except for these last two games against the Spurs and the Warriors. So I think that this this series will be a little underrated, and I know this Grizzlies and the Jazz fans will be watching it, and it'll be a great series amongst that. But outside of it, the big national market, I don't know how much love it really gets, but I do believe that this series there will go back and forth at times. I think the Grizzlies can win two games from the Jazz, one on the road and one at home. That, in the end, is a six-game series, and I think the Jazz take it. But the Grizzlies do have a chance, and people aren't giving them the chance already. People are saying that this could be a sweep, if not maybe five games, because the Grizzlies get lucky and win a game. I think it has the potential of the Grizzlies winning this series. And the only way they're going to win this series is because of Ja Morant. If Ja Morant can play with the energy that he has shown, the rest of the team will rise to his energy level. And if they all rise to the same energy level, such as they did during the Warriors game, then they absolutely can win this game. They can win the first game, if not the second game. I think splitting one-on-one in Utah is very doable. And the way they do it is to show up with the energy that they have shown up within this Warriors and the play-in games. If they do that, they absolutely can win. John Morant showed no hesitation against the Warriors. And that shows confidence in himself. If he shows no hesitation, then he can get to the front of the rim and take on Rudy Gobert and make him make the decision if you're going to foul or if you're going to just go straight up, which should allow Ja to do his circus shots where he can kind of go around, a little scoop layup, which should be possible. Rudy has to have that decision made. And I think that Ja not playing scared, as he did in that last Warriors game and the play-in game, I think that's a difference. And that's even the pull-up three. Shoot the three, okay? And it, I would say limit yourself to five if that's really how, how, how you feel comfortable. But they're going to give you the three. And I don't I don't know the matchups on who plays who defensively and offensively. We'll see a lot of that play out in the first game. But I, I think in the end, it is the Ja Morant show. And as Ja goes, this Grizzlies team will go as well. So I just had to get on here for a little bit and just kind of just say hello to the free basketball family coming off that big playoff win I guess it's not a playoff it's a play-in win against the Warriors it felt like a huge playoff game and I think the Grizzlies are now getting a little bit of that love around the country that we know this team deserves and so here we go into the Jazz series I predict it will be a six-game series I think that this Grizzlies team will rise to the occasion and I think they'll play with the energy that you need something to look at The Grizzlies have one day of rest before this first game. First game is tonight, Sunday night. The next game is Wednesday night as well. It's a two-day break, and they haven't had a two-day break in the last 40-plus days. So that will feel like they're actually getting their legs and maybe can freshen up themselves a little bit and kind of get their mojo. So even if they do come off a loss, the Grizzlies have a two-day rest going into that next game, the game two. I will be back here to share my thoughts. I'll see if we can get Ryan on here at some point to kind of break down a little bit of the matchups and see if we can get our tidbits in here. But if not, I'll be back here with another 10 minutes or less type episode. This is the playoffs, and so I might go a little bit closer to the 15-minute mark. But either way, 
I will make sure I'm on here, whether it's 10 minutes or 15, we'll kind of just play it by ear because I want to make sure that we give the playoffs the respect it deserves and kind of break it down as needed. But that's all I have today. This game tonight is very big for the Grizzlies. I just want it to be close and show what the energy level that we showed in this fast play-in game. If we can show the energy we had, we will absolutely keep this game close and I think it will come down to the last two minutes. And if it does, I feel good that these Grizzlies will show up and show out. So here we go. But let's go in and get a win in Utah tonight. Be nice and tell your friends.